Hello, welcome to today's episode of The Daily. Janice here. How has your week been? Have you been sleeping well, resting well? I happen to know from some conversations that a number of us have not been getting good sleep, which may not affect you too badly if it's one night or two, but it does wear you out after several nights. And you pray you don't snap at your spouse, your kids, your parents. I know how it feels. This week, there were a couple of mornings I woke up feeling like I didn't sleep, and it's horrible. So, if that's you, we pray that you receive grace that soothes any and all anxiety or unquiet within your soul. I sure hope you are able to get 40 wings in sometime today, a power nap of sorts. And most importantly, that you'll be able to wind down well at the end of today and slip into a deep sleep through the night so that you wake up refreshed, your body feels rested, and your heart ready for the weekend. And maybe, just maybe, we can catch up on some more sleep, right? Those of you who haven't had any trouble sleeping at all, well, very glad to know you're getting the rest you need. It's Good, isn't it? Maybe you can pray for the sleep challenged ones, spread some of that good sleep love, huh? Today I, ta- I thought I'd talk about storytelling and the grace of God in our lives. When I read through the Old Testament, I'm always struck by the stories I come across. And you know, if you read through a large chunk in, in one sitting, You're more than likely to notice something you didn't notice before, like maybe something that makes a deeper impression this time compared to before. For example, Saul, who was anointed to be king of Israel and then later was succeeded by David, it's not just about a sequence of events, but there's a plot, a storyline that tells the listener some meaning or Interpretation or cause and effect about those events. Saul was anointed over Israel, but because of his disobedience and lack of fear of God, not just once, but repeatedly, he was succeeded by David as king. So recently, when I reread this whole narrative of Saul's life, it stood out to me again that. God's grace in his life, while not very obvious, was clearly present from the outset of his being chosen by God and warning and reminders on many occasions. And until the day he died, even after his death, in fact, God's grace was present. So, what I've been chewing on is how God's grace is embedded, really. Within the stories of our lives, but at times it can be in a concealed way that we might miss it all too easily. If we think about it, stories are basic to our faith. In Psalm 71, the psalmist writes about praising God, that his mouth will tell about God's righteousness and salvation, that he will proclaim God's mighty acts. Verses 17 and 18 say, O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me. 
until I proclaim your might to all the generations to come. Much of this telling about God, who He is and what He has done for us, is done by sharing of stories, which not just in Bible times, even today, like how did you come to know Jesus, right? God's salvation story, someone's testimony, some story in the Bible, someone told you a story, their story. When we tell and retell stories, we come to discover more than the words that are said. There are things beneath the surface. Or I love how Frederick Buechner, a poet and a writer and a theologian, phrases it in his writing, that we are able to glimpse the subterranean life-giving grace of God when we tell stories whether it's our own or listening to someone else's stories. Storytelling gives us insight into ourselves and glimpses of God's grace that escapes us when we merely gloss over the storyline. One of the wonderful things during this stay-home period has been having more storytelling time with the kids. Yes, the days are so much fuller, and when I say that, I mean like exhausting. But with so much more time spent all together at home the whole day every day, also means there's time for the usual routines that we do with the kids, and then some. And it's this and then some part that definitely includes stuff we've always wanted more time to do with them, like doing art, playing games, and like I said, storytelling. Everyone likes a good story, right? And our eldest child is no exception. He just a slight difference is he has a penchant for retelling stories that he likes, along with many details that most people won't bother with. And sometimes he gets so absorbed retelling a story, he goes on and on for minutes without pausing. He, he places even the minutest details in the story that I get concerned he might start turning blue in the face from not getting enough oxygen between his endless strings of words, seriously. Like non-stop. But it's made me more appreciative of his love for stories. A good plot, the ending, developing the characters, how one thing leads to another, how humor builds up. And sometimes that little element of surprise that makes a good story. And for the most part, our, our kids just love getting creative with an existing story. And sometimes they'll weave in a theme that occurs and then it recurs throughout the story. And they'll just laugh their heads off. Right? Maybe your kids do that too. Our lives have plots. All of us. Not, not just those who are believers, but everyone. And... They're not just a sequence of events, but a storyline that has built up, events that contain in them continuity, processes, cause and effect, character development, recurring themes, unexpected twists. Like the psalmist who says, from the days of his youth, he proclaims God's deeds, and he hopes to continue telling about God to the generations after him well into his old age. You've heard the saying, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. 
So there will be story after story that one can tell until the end of one's life. When we pay attention to how God is present, what happens is we come to see that He is present in even the most unfavorable circumstances, or more subtly still, He's present in even the most mundane of things and the most routine of days. We come to see His subterranean flowing of grace, the hidden presence of God. It is always there. It will be good for us to take some time now to reflect, to listen to God. If you can, just create space in your surroundings as well as your interior where you can be quiet, be still with God for a few minutes. I'll lead us to reflect on three things. The first is, think of one darkest point in your life. One dark point, the first that comes to mind. Where was God when you were going through that? Was he there with you? Can you perceive that he was there? Tell God what's on your heart now concerning that. If something surfaces that you want to continue praying into, write it down. Go deeper with God later today or tonight, but don't ignore it is what I would encourage you to do. Our second reflection is to go back through your day yesterday. Was there a moment or situation when God's grace was there, was present with you, but you didn't perceive it at that time? Review the day. What moment or situation was that? Now, as you think of his presence, a glimpse of his grace in that moment or in that situation, as you perceive it, what, what does it mean for you? How do you feel about that? Respond to God with your feelings and your thoughts, any response. The last reflection, as you spend time to be still with God this minute, what is one question you have about this story of your life? About what God is doing in this story? Catch that first, that foremost question that pops up. Maybe it's a question of, God, is, is my story a good story? 
or you wish you were a different character or your story was like someone else's story maybe you're seeking to understand why things happened or why some things haven't happened or maybe you're questioning if you're on track with God's purpose for you did you hear him correctly does your life bring him glory what might that foremost question be ask it as you quiet down your heart what is God showing you now what's he saying to you to your question and if there's an impression or something that God puts and drops into your heart right now I encourage you to take note of that and also go deeper with God with that even throughout today if we take the long view we come to see that everybody has a tale to tell every person's life has a plot and God is in it whether he or she acknowledges it or not if we would but listen to the movements within our hearts the gentle whispers of God, the smallest so-called serendipitous events, people that cross paths, it's beautiful. When we pause, we turn aside, He opens our eyes, our hearts, and we come to see our stories or other people's stories differently. God's providential care is perpetually there. God's grace truly is embedded within the stories of our lives and we can detect it if we would pay attention it's beneath the surface it doesn't come like a broadway musical or a blockbuster movie his flowing of grace often comes and touches us and moves in ways that give us room to choose to notice it or not to respond or not and the best thing is your story is woven as is mine into his bigger story so in the end it's not about you it's not about me but to me that's very very liberating I pray that in this period as you enjoy precious times with family and friends establish relational touch points regularly that you're able to listen to and share stories with each other point each other to glimpses of God's grace beneath the surface of the everyday tales that we are living and deepen our gratitude that he is ever present in our midst even when we least expect it let me pray for you Lord God what joy and freedom you give your children and to know that you are the writer of our stories not us although sometimes we think 
we are writing our stories. To know that each day brings with it no coincidence that escapes you, no mistake that overrides your purposes, no accomplishment that supersedes your sovereign will, no sin that can eclipse or cancel your mercy and love. God, you are so involved in our lives, more than we know, more than we dare to believe sometimes. Tutor our hearts to be aware of the constant flow of your grace, albeit sometimes hidden from plain sight, to grow in being conscious that we can notice your presence, and not only that, to respond to your presence. That's what makes our daily encounters turn into stories, testimonies, even if testimonies in progress, which we can tell others, our children, our parents, our friends, our neighbors, of how you are good, real, faithful, powerful, wise, and just. We're so thankful you bother to slip in glimpses of grace into our days, weeks, and months, from the youngest to the oldest ones of us, for us to discover and celebrate and testify of you so that our joy may be complete. We're so thankful, Lord. So all this we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to The Daily. I hope you have a great weekend being blessed and blessing others. Grace and peace to you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.